As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And uh, become one of our friends on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. Today's program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. You can support the show on a one-time basis, support.greatdetectives.net. And I want to thank Sean. And I also want to thank Richard uh, for sending along a one-time donation, support.greatdetectives.net. You can also become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. Go to patreon.greatdetectives.net. Now let's get into this week's episode of The Man Called X. The original air date is April the 14th, 1951, and the title is Treason at White Sands. <laughs> Now we present Herbert Marshall as The Man Called X, the Saturday night feature on NBC's five-show festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama, brought to you by... by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. And by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. Herbert Marshall as The Man Called X. Wherever there is mystery, intrigue, romance, in all the strange and dangerous places of the world, there you will find The Man Called X.
Lisbon, Portugal, capital city of a neutral country, long-time crossroads for international business and finance, and the clearinghouse, too, for espionage. It's midnight, and two men make their way along a dark, narrow street near the harbor. One of them is a Portuguese CID agent, and the other, Ken Thurston, the man called X. This is number 316. That next shot must be the one. Quite correct, Senor Thurston. I was here this afternoon. Is there a rear entrance to the place? No. Only this one door. Hmm. Shall we knock or force our way? I will not. If Bilsko goes inside, he can't get away. I'm out of jurisdiction here, so you'd better make the arrest. With pleasure, Senor Thurston. I do not like spies. Nor do I. Bilsko, come on out. You don't have a chance. I saw you had the chance. Watch it. Fire through the door. Well, if he wishes to fight... Don't. Don't. Bilsko! Bilsko! Oh, never mind. He can't hear you. Too bad. Too bad? Yeah. That's always the trouble when you shoot first and ask questions later. What? Who's going to answer the questions now? Ken, this stuff is dynamite. Yes, almost literally, Chief. But that new White Sands project is top secret. Not to the person who wrote those reports, where they're practically day-to-day progress charts. Here, look at this one. Details of the radar scope that's being used on the new XV-7 guided missile. How the devil did Bilsko get a hold of them? They were sent to him regularly by somebody in Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. Here are a couple of Manila envelopes I found in his room. Hmm. Typewritten. No name or return address. Postmarked Alamo Gordo. It's too bad Bilsko was killed. He might have gotten him to talk. Hmm. How long are the Lisbon police going to keep his death quiet, Ken? Four days. That's the best they do. Hmm, not much time. And there's not much to go on. Well, I can look for the typewriter that turned this out and something else, Chief. I don't think Bosco's agent is actually connected with the White Sands Project. What do you mean? I mean these reports are worded as though they're second-hand information. I think the spy is somebody who has a good chance to talk with workers from the project. Well, could be. Then there's one other possible angle, Chief. That's the one I'm going to hit first. What one is that? The postmaster in Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. be able to help you much, Mr. Thurston. We process a pretty heavy volume of mail for a town this size. Yeah, I imagine. You said ordinarily, Mr. Bartlett. Does that mean you can help in this case? A little, maybe. Now, these packages for Lisbon have been coming through here for a couple of months now. Several of the boys have commented about it, wondering who was sending them. Well, they're not alone. That's what I'm wondering. What do you think? I'm afraid I can't tell you. But I do know where they're being dropped. We pick them up from a mailbox at the Desert Butte Hotel. There's a huge hotel. Yeah, it's one of the bigger hotels in town. Huh? A lot of engineers and officials from White Sands Project live there. I see. 
Well, I guess that's all for now, Mr. Bartley. I wonder if you'd call me if any more of the stuff comes in. Glad to, Mr. Thurston. Uh, we'll cooperate in every way possible. Uh, where can I locate you? I'll be at the Desert Butte Hotel. Bye, Mr. Bartley. Oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, no! Hello, Mr. Thurston. Hey, God. <laughs> small world, isn't it, Mr. Thurston? Too small. Wonder how they're coming along on that rocket to the moon. Well, the way I heard it, they think that they oh, will... Oh, never mind, Skidder. What's the idea of the violin case? This? Oh, it's to carry my violin in. No. No, no, honest, this is the truth. I sing and play it simultaneous. You know, strictly Strauss, you understand. la dee day day Stuff, stuff like that. Well, Strauss has survived a lot of other things. By the way, do you happen to know a man named Bilsko? Bilsko? Oh, you mean that big shot spy? Oh, well, I've heard of him, of course, from uh, mutual friends, uh, acquaintances, that is. I, I mean, from, from people I don't even know. I see. Pagan, is it just coincidence that you happen to be here in Alamo Gordo? Coincidence? Nothing, Mr. X. That lousy little booking agent in New York said he'd get me jobs in big spots. So where does he put me? I'm afraid to ask. It might even be the Desert Butte Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. I do wish I had a more desirable room, Mr. Thurston. A, a larger one, I mean. I, but the desert butte is just so well, crowded. That's all right. A single is fine, Mr. Weston. I might possibly have a better room in a day or two. If you're staying that long, of course. Well, my plan's a little indefinite. You're uh, here in connection with the uh, project? Just here on business. Oh. Well, if you'd care to register the name of your firm, there might be someone inquiring no, for no you. No, firm. I work more or less on my own. Now, if I get a boy to Oh, take certainly, me. certainly. I'm sorry. Carl? Carl Front? Mr. Thurston, you're not by any chance, uh, Well, uh... By any chance what, Mr. Weston? Well, what I mean is that, uh, Well, I... Do you want me, Mr. Weston? Oh, yes, yes, Carl, yes. Will you show Mr. Thurston up to 612? Right. This way, sir. See you later, Mr. Weston. If you want anything, just ring for it, Mr. Thurston. Anything at all. The elevator, sir. Thanks. What's wrong with the manager? Is he always that nervous? Oh, he's kind of a squirrel. Only been here a couple of months or so and scared of losing his job. Are, uh, are you in town on business, sir? In a way. Mm-hmm. Staying long? I'm not sure. Here we are. <laughs> you left, Mr. Thurston. Thanks. You know, it's funny you're asking me about Weston. Why? Well, he's been jumpy as a cat for a week now. Acts like he's expecting somebody he doesn't want to see. That... Wouldn't be you, would it, Mr. Thurston? How many in your party, sir? Oh, just me. Well, I'm afraid I don't have a small table at the moment. If you'll give me your name. Thurston, Ken Thurston. Mm-hmm. Are you staying here in the hotel, Mr. Thurston? Yeah, I checked in this afternoon. No, I'm sorry. You'll have to wait. We do try to give preference to our guests. Oh, that's all right. My name is Eva Lane. If you're uh, going to be with us long, I'll reserve you a table from now on. Well, I haven't decided definitely yet. Mm -hmm. 
I suppose you're here on uh, business? You too. Good evening, Miss Lane. Oh, how are you, Miss Weatheridge? Simply ravenous, my dear. Well, I have a table all ready for... Oh, uh, Miss Weatheridge, would it be an imposition if Mr. Thurston joined you? Mr. Thurston? Oh, this gentleman, Miss Weatheridge, Mr. Thurston. Oh, well, how, how do you do? do? Miss Weatheridge is our town librarian. Now, look, I don't want to impose. Oh, nonsense. It's not every day I have a chance to corner a handsome man for dinner. <laughs> you come along now. Oh, right, thanks. Uh, this way, please. <laughs> Are you but staying here at the hotel, Mr. Thurston? Yes, I came in this afternoon. Oh. Uh, something to do with that uh, white sands thing, I suppose? No, not exactly. Oh, here we are, right next to the window. Oh, a lot of good that does. With nothing out there but a dark alley. Well, you can dream, Miss Weatherit. Oh, you. I'll send a waiter. Uh, Mr. Thurston, I do hope you can talk about something besides signs and cosines or whatever it is these engineers around here get all excited about. I imagine the town is pretty well overrun with scientists. Overrun? It's crawling with them. Everybody works for the project. Ladies Why, and even... gentlemen, oh. I shall now render for you a little number. Oh, oh he's terrible, Mr. Thurston. Absolutely terrible. You don't say. Uh, this one is a special bacon Zelschmidt arrangement. Now, uh, one, and two, and... Uh... Oh, dear. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, once more now. Uh... Oh, Miss Weatherly, let's see what you mean. I simply cannot understand why they don't get rid of it. Get it oh. Here, back away from that window. What happened, Mr. Thurston? That was a shot. Came from the alley. Whoever did it got away, all right. Mr. Thurston, what, what happened? What was that? Somebody fired a shot through the window, Miss Lane. A shot? But why would they do anything like that? I don't know. Maybe they didn't like that singer. What's his name? Zoshmit. Thurston. Telephone. Telephone for Mr. Thurston. Well, you can take it there at the reservation desk, Mr. Thurston. Oh, thanks. Excuse me. Of course. Thurston speaking. Mr. Thurston, this is Bartley at the post office. Oh, Yes. I uh, have a new shipment here, addressed to Lisbon. I think you might be interested. Interested enough to be over there right away. Goodbye. We will continue with The Man Called X in just a moment. Now, here's a word from RCA Victor. Soon, another baseball season will be underway, and it promises to be the biggest and the best yet. It's the 75th anniversary of the National League and the 50th anniversary of the American circuit. And these milestones attest to the enduring enjoyment we derive from our national pastime. It's the American way, baseball today. So get out to the park as often as you can, and uh, when you can't, do the next best thing. Root for your favorite team on RCA Victor Million Proof Television. Its quality is proven in over two million homes. That one word, quality, explains why RCA Victor is America's most owned television. See your RCA Victor dealer soon. While you're there, order your copy of a truly unusual RCA Victor record, Fran Warren's Recording Session. Only 25 cents with the purchase of any one of the 27 great records in the RCA Victor's new Singer's Single Series. Now to continue with The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall with Leon Velasco as Pagan Zellschmidt. (laughs) 
reports from a spy found in a dead man's room have sent Ken Thurston to Alamogordo, New Mexico, and the highly secret White Sands Rocket Project. So far, Ken has been shot at, questioned by several people. He has obtained a letter mailed a few hours ago by the unknown spy. At the moment, Ken awaits in his hotel room for a man he sent for earlier. Come here. <clears throat> Mr. X, why are you pointing that gun at me? Not a reason in the world, Pagan, now that I know it's you. Come on in, ask me some questions. Huh? What for? Well, everybody else in the place does. Not me. I should run every time I see you. All I get around you is, is a lot of trouble. And a buck or two now and then. Well, like tonight, for instance. All set for my big number, and what happens? You have to go and get, get shot at. Not necessarily. That shot could have been meant for you. Happens every single time I... Me? You just couldn't resist talking, could you, Pagan? Talking? Talking about what? I just picked up a letter over at the post office, mail from this hotel. I broke a few regulations and opened it. Yeah, take a look. Why, it's not even signed or anything. Just type it. Read it. Well, it says, uh, the man called X is here. We'll try to eliminate him and his stupid assistant before sending any more reports. <laughs> well, looks like you're in a lot of trouble, Mr. Thurston. Yes. Who could they mean by stupid assistant? Oh, I guess it's somebody you, I, I mean, somebody who, uh, oh, no. Come on, Pagan, who did you talk to? Mr. X, I, I swear by the father of my father, I... Mr. Somebody's outside the door. Yeah, stay where you are. Uh, uh, the door's unlocked, Mr. Weston. You didn't need that key. Well, I I didn't know you were in, Mr. Thurston. Obviously. I mean, I I simply wanted to check your room and uh, be sure everything was all right, I mean. It is. Good night, Mr. Weston. But is... That is, I... I, I... Good night, Mr. Thurston. Is that the guy who paid you to tell who I am, Pagan? Mr. Thurston, sir, help me. I, well, the, the only one I just might have mentioned, it, it was that Eva cookie. The hostess in the dining room, huh? Yeah, I only wanted to impress her, you understand. It's a possibility, all right. In contact with lots of people, she's plenty of opportunity. Uh, she's a real frosty tomato. That is, if you know what I mean. No, I don't exactly. But I'll try to find out tomorrow at lunch. <laughs> I really don't know what Mr. Weston may say about this, you know. Well, what can he say? You're not on duty until six, are you, Eva? No, but I mean about my having lunch with a guest in the hotel. I don't know how he feels about that sort of thing. Well, since we don't know any differently, let's assume he's all for it. <laughs> I guess that's one way of solving a problem, Mr. Thurston, by just assuming an answer. Sure. I do a lot of assuming. Oh, that sounds interesting. What do you assume about me? Oh, that you're charming or lovely. Well, now. Well, of course, that's not assumption, really. It's self-evident. <laughs> Better all the time. You know... Yes? I don't think you've been a hostess very long. Amazing. You're right. <laughs> Only a couple of months, as a matter of fact. What did you do before you came here to the Desert Butte? Office job for the government at Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Mm. Seem to have a special fondness for big research projects. Well, there's a, a kind of excitement, like... Like the old boom towns, and I just... Oh. Hello, Mr. Weston. Oh. Oh, good afternoon, Mr. 
Mr. Thurston. Everything's all right here, too, Mr. Weston. Miss Lane. Miss Lane, what is the meaning of this? I don't believe I know. He's been questioning you. That's what it is. What? Don't tell him a thing. Not one thing. Do you hear me? If you do, I'll find out and I'll... Oh, Mr. Weston. Oh, yes, yes. uh, You'll uh, you'll have to excuse me. I'll speak to you later, Miss Lane. I... I don't understand it. What did he mean? Well, you apparently thought you might tell me something that I might want to know. Of course, that's uh, only an assumption. This ought to be worth a thousand dollars, Mr. Thurston. Oh, if you only knew what risks I took. What danger I was Well, in. come on in and shut the door, Pega. The main thing is that you get the samples. Oh, sure. Here they are. As far as I could find out, there's only five typewriters in the whole hotel. I got them all. Mm-hmm. Well, these two don't match. This one doesn't. Hmm? Elite type on this sheet. The letter and the reports are in Piker. And this one's out, too. You don't mean I gotta go and get some more samples? Not now, anyway. What about that book I wanted from the library? Oh, sure, I got it, Mr. Thurston. But I still can't figure out why you want to read about the Indian art of the Great Southwest. Oh, it might be a highly interesting subject. <laughs> Not unless you're gonna paint some old pots or something. Hmm. Hmm, what? Oh, I wish I knew what's cooking around here. Come in. Here's a martini you phoned down for, Mr. Thurston. Martini? Oh, well, set it there on the dresser, Carl. All right, sir. Uh, anything else, sir? No, sir. <coughs> well, Pagan, business is picking up. Not for me, it isn't. And the least you could have done is was to order one for me, too. Well, you can have that one if you want it. Oh, well, now, that's... Of course, you'll probably die if you drink it. Die? What do you mean? I didn't phone down for any martini. Good evening, Mr. Thurston. How are you, Eva? I saved the table for you, didn't I? Good. There you are, Mr. Thurston. Uh-huh. You're late this evening. Yeah, I guess I am at that. How are you, Miss Weatheridge? Just stuffed. I gorged myself on three French pastries while waiting for you. Stay and have coffee with me, won't you? Oh, I'd love it. But I've got a foot-high stack of work waiting over at the library. <laughs> Perhaps tomorrow night. Fine. Good night, Miss Weatheridge. Good night. This way, Mr. Thurston. Thanks. Did you convince Mr. Weston that you hadn't told me anything? No. It's funny. He hasn't even mentioned it. Here we are. I'll have the table cleared right away. Good evening, Mr. Thurston. Oh, hello, Pagan. <laughs> Just in time for my act. Only this time, please don't foul it up, eh? You mean it was my fault I got shot at? Well, you antagonize people, Mr. X. And I worked two days on this number. All right, Pagan. I'll try to be humble in the presence of art. What do you mean, art? It's a fast buck, that's all. Good evening, Mr. Thurston. Oh, hello, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen. I shall now render you my special rendition. Have you heard him before? No, he was interrupted last night. You're lucky. There ought to be a law. Quite. Quite, please. See you later, Mr. Thurston. Sorry, folks. My pichicata slipped. 
Очи черные, очи ясные. I'm sorry, Mr. Pearson. I almost forgot there's a package for you. Oh, thanks. I'll send a waiter right away. Uh-uh. Mr. Fish, there you go again. Hey, what are you trying to drink? Oh, Mr. Fish, yeah. I think you'd do anything to break up my act. Anything. Yeah. Even try to blow myself up with a time bomb. What happened, Mr. Fish? And what was that? You ought to know, Eva. You brought me the package. Oh, but I don't know anything about it. Mr. Weston gave it to me and said... Said that... what? What did I say? Mr. Weston, where did you get that package you sent in to me? Why, why, I didn't get it anywhere. Somebody left it at the hotel desk, that's all. Mr. Thurston, you can tell the owners any story you please, but... What owners? Why, why, the owners of this hotel. You're an investigator for them, aren't you? So that's why you're so nervous, scared of your own shadow. Mr. Thurston, if you don't hurry up and get whoever doing this, they're going to get you. Yeah, I know. Pagon, do you still carry that set of skeleton keys? Mm. Well, as a matter of fact, just by an accident. It's only a keepsake, you understand? Oh, sure, sure. Come on, let's go. I think this one won't do it, Mr. X. That's the last key on the ring. Just a second, just a second. I told you so. Quiet, let's go in. Easy now. Good evening, Miss Weathers. <laughs> Tonight. That's an uh, interesting letter you're typing. A man called X has now been eliminated, so we'll resume reports within the next few days. Uh, Mr. Thurston, you're, you're making a mistake. The typing itself is even more interesting. It matches some reports I found in Lisbon after Bilsko was killed. Bilsko is dead? It also matches the typing on the library card Pagan took out this afternoon. So that's why you wanted that book. And it matches the typing on the package of dynamite. At least it smelled like dynamite. Oh, I don't know what you mean. It's a nice position for a spy, a librarian. Good chance to discuss technical matters with engineers, scientists, so on. Why did you do it, Miss Weatheridge? Money? That's right, Thurston, money. Now, don't oh. move. <laughs> well, Carl, I plan to call on you later. Saves a lot of trouble this way. You didn't like my martini, huh? Not when I found it hadn't been charged to my room bill. Well, we can't think of everything. I, 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 I guess I'd better be going now. I just came over here to borrow a book, you understand? Tell Schmidt, come back here. Huh? Wait. Why, I never saw these people before in my life. I, I said come back All here. All right, Carl, give me that gun. Kill you, Thurston. Let go, let go of me, Carl. Mr. Thurston, it, it went off. He's killed. No. Yeah. First Bilsko and now Carl. Well, Miss Weatheridge, it looks as though you're left to face it alone. I thought for a long time it was going to end like this. I guess I've always known we couldn't win. You knew you couldn't win, but you still kept on. 
Selling out your country, selling out yourself. Tell me something. Where can a traitor spend his treason money? What can he buy that's as valuable as what he sells? Is there some bargain I've never heard of? That's worth more than a person's soul? Our star, Herbert Marshall, will return in just a moment. When we ask you to try Anison for the relief of pain due to a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, we're not asking you to try a new or unproved method. For there are many people listening in now who have been introduced to Anison tablets by their own dentist or physician. You who have received Anison this way know the effective, incredibly fast relief these tablets bring. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. People by the thousands are using modern Anison today instead of other ways. Doesn't their experience seem worth following? Try Anison the next time you suffer pains from headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. You will be delighted with the results. Ask your druggist for Anison today. Anison is spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Now, here is our star, Mr. Herbert Marshall. Thanks for being with us. The folks you heard in tonight's cast were Betty Lou Gerson, Eleanor Audley, Will Wright, Peter Leeds, Harry Bartell, and Carlton Young. Next week, Puerto Rico, where an innocent fishing trip turns into a race against death. And, of course, there'll be Leon Belasco along as Pagan Zellschmidt. So join us, won't you, when next I return as the man called X. Good night. The Man Called X is a Saturday night feature on NBC's five-show festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. And by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, is a J. Richard Kennedy production with music composed and conducted by Felix Mills. Tonight's story was written by Les Crutchfield. All characters and incidents on this program are fictitious, and any resemblance to actual characters or incidents is purely coincidental. Be sure to listen tomorrow evening for The Big Show with Tallulah Bankhead and a great parade of stars, the Sunday night feature of NBC's All-Star Festival. And until next week, same time and station, this is Jack Latham saying goodnight for The Man Called X. Enjoy the hit tunes on your hit parade on NBC. Welcome back. Well, there are a few things interesting about this episode. The one thing that was maybe the oddest is, you know, Betty Lou Gerson has a lot of flexibility, you know, with her voice and was able to do a lot of voices. And the way she played the librarian, the voice really, I was kind of like listening to it. I said, is that Vera Vague? Vera Vague was a character created by Barbara Jo Allen on the Bob Hope Show. And she was this very, 
much a man-chasing character who, uh, the joke was, she would go to any lengths to get a man. So it was somewhat unusual to hear this voice that, you know, you always associate with comedy, you know, in a drama, as well as having it uh, change a bit at the end. Now, I thought that some of the names in this might have been made up, like Almagordo might have been a substitute for Los Alamos. However, I was able to verify the White Sands information and that it is near Almagordo's. So, some good accuracy on that. They don't usually change names, but sometimes they do, so you have to be careful. All right, well, listener comments and feedback now. First of all, we have a comment from Podbean uh, regarding the episode, The Blue Unicorn. Uh, and the listener on Podbean writes, uh, rather than uh, witness indicators on the shoes, wouldn't they have heard him when they were eating when they first got in if he was tied up in the pantry? You know, that is a fair point uh, where you've got, uh, you know, somebody who's supposed to have been uh, locked up. You know, they probably would make noise or would want to get out or would try to make their presence known in some way. I do think that that might be, you know, a little bit obscure the... Uh, the walk, the the shoes would be a little bit clearer. I don't think, though, that the clue that they suggested is unfair, but there are also ways around it. They might say, you know, they had me tied up, and when you first got here, I couldn't move, or, you know, be able to reasonably improv some excuse. And I would probably have called him on it after the show, like, you know, the fact that they couldn't hear them at the dinner doesn't really prove anything. And I could offer all the excuses. So it's a tricky thing sometimes, uh, plotting these sort of uh, mysteries. Steve uh, writes, uh, Am I the only one who is uh, finding Pagon tiring? He seems shoehorned into some episodes, really adding nothing. Love the podcast, despite that one issue. Well, thanks so much, Steve. Well, everyone has different opinions. This is kind of the counterpoint, I guess, to the uh, comment that we read last week. Oftentimes, creators do make room for uh, characters and things that fans seem to enjoy, even if there's no point to it, because their job is to you know, make the consumers of their entertainment happy. I will say that if you do find Pig on to, and his inclusion in these episodes to uh, not be for you, you may enjoy a Dangerous Assignment, which we're going to be playing in uh, less than a year. I haven't done a total calculation of how many weeks we've got back, because in terms of format, there are a few differences, but one is that there is no Pig on. But many of the adventures are quite similar. I received uh, also a very nice email from Michael. And this was in regards to my, uh, I guess, correct the record 
conversation I had on uh, Casey Crime Photographer a week back about people saying we just kind of slapped out audio files without editing them. Michael writes, uh, in part, the quiet majority of your listeners really do appreciate what you and Andrew do for us. The fact that you can present these recordings uh, at all to us is simply amazing. I was raised to believe that actions speak louder words. Because of this, I've been a Patreon supporter of your podcast for six years. As I get older, I've come to realize that words have their place as well, especially about letting people know that you appreciate them and what they do. Uh, you're sharing your love of genre and your knowledge with us. It's a gift you're uh, giving all of us. Thank you for all your work. I appreciate it. Please don't let the detractors get you down. If they don't like the sound quality or your accent or your insights, then they don't have to listen. Please keep up uh, the good work. Well, thank you so much, Michael. And I think I've definitely moved beyond where I was when the podcast, you know, started. Where, you know, I get a negative review and it makes me, you know, made me just like question everything. Now it doesn't really have that effect. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's, I think, just like with everybody else. It often depends on when a particular review comes through. Because if I'm having a good day and I get a negative review or a negative comment or I get a hate uh, message, it'll just be like, uh, whatever. But then you have uh, bad days. It's just kind of like just one more thing. So it never really gets me down, but it might push me down like a couple, three more inches. Conversely, though, the positive comments when they come in mean a whole lot. And some that get there on uh, certain days mean even more. And the fact that, for the most part, we get a lot more positive comments or engaged comments that are really fun, and it's a big lift. And most of the time, that's the case. I would say, overwhelmingly, that's the case in terms of comments. And certainly, Michael's uh, email did find me on a day where I, I don't, didn't feel bad, but I did feel kind of worn out. So, it was a, a, it was a lift to receive that. And I think on the particular case that sparked that comment, I really had been annoyed by this, you know, sort of incorrect statement made in reviews and online that could dissuade people from uh, checking out the podcast. But again, I, I really do appreciate your uh, kind email, Michael. Thank you so much. All right. Well, now I want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Murky, Patreon supporter since July, currently supporting us at the shameless level of $4 or more per month. Well, that will do it for today. If you are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to rate and review it wherever you download this podcast from. We'll be back here next week with another episode of The Man Called X. And then join us back tomorrow for Final Vance, where... I don't even want to look at the exhibit. Not now. Yeah, Snyder and Gray haven't changed any. I'm his Dillinger. Look for my glove, silly. We've seen the exhibit. It's amazing how they can take wax and... Lane. Did you find it? Lane, in that exhibit. That body is real. Oh, no, you don't. I bit once, darling, but not Lane, again. I'm serious. Look. Good Lord. Vance. It's... Right, Lane. That's Bertram Newbury's body. 
I hope you'll be listening then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.